Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Folks, here's, the, here's, here's what I want to say to you. I get a lot of requests to speak. I turned 99.9% .9 of them down. You want to hear me speak? Turn on the radio. <laughs> want to see me speak? Turn on the TV. This is the most crucial movement in America, bar none. Hello and welcome to a special edition of COS Live. We are at the Reclaiming Liberty Summit right now in Orlando, Florida, and we have some special guests here with us, some special volunteers that we're going to be talking to. This is a special edition of COS Live. Uh, Rita, can you please introduce our guests? I'd be happy to, Andrew. So we've got Al Torres, State Director from Texas. We've got Diana Tellus, who is the media liaison from Ohio. And then finally, Bill Scott, State Director from Ohio. And you guys, I don't know about you, but this has been an amazing time for me so far. I wonder if you could just give us your just reaction to everything you've seen and heard at the summit. What has it been like for you? Well, good morning, Rita. Thanks for having us up here. Uh, in one word, wow. I mean, it was actually stimulating to hear every, all the speakers we had here today. You guys put on a fabulous event here, and you can't walk away from this and not be inspired to continue to fight saving this nation. Well, I agree with all you've said. Um, I, I feel that our speakers and the lineup of speakers was like, better than any event I've ever attended. It was a phenomenal array of speakers. Um, I gained a further trust in what we're doing, um, not that I'd ever wavered on that, but we, um, we got nuggets of wisdom that we didn't already have. There were bits and pieces that came to us through the speakers. Um, you know, in addition, as uh, one of my roommates at the event uh, had said, she said, we're not alone, and when you see these, these giants, um, it, that are on our side, it makes us feel like we're not alone, we're doing the right things, and um, it was very empowering. Well, I'll say uh, dittos, uh, the word that one of my heroes, Rush Limbaugh's audience often said, and uh, I echo what my colleagues here have said. It, uh, the other word that comes to mind is uh, energy and hope. I got a lot of hope out of the things that I heard over the last two and a half days. And um, hope is what we need because we've got a big, big job ahead of us here, um, and we uh, we're going to bring her home. Those are some really great golden nuggets right there about just kind of what the summit was like, kind of your thirty thousand foot view. What was it like though when you first got here, and then you started to interact with the grassroots and started to meet everyone? What was that like? Well, I was very tired because I drove down from Ohio, so <laughs> um, the word energy comes back. I, all of a sudden, it didn't matter. I wasn't tired anymore. I just wanted to uh, take it all in, every, every moment of it, and not miss any opportunity to, to speak to somebody that I, I said, boy, there's, there's a familiar face. Uh, I've seen them on Zoom so many times, and, and there they are in the flesh. And even you, uh, I, you're much taller than I thought. I've only seen you on camera, and boy, that kid's tall. <laughs> Everyone said that. Uh, everybody <laughs> said that? Everyone said well, that. Well, I'm, I'm a keen observer of uh, things that are obvious, so. 
So interestingly enough, I got here very, very early. Um, I stayed with a family member, dropped in early, hoping to see people. And I didn't realize how big this lobby was, a really big place. And I was not on the reservation. My name was not on the reservation. I thought maybe it was, tried to get in. I wasn't, so I, it was fine. I checked my luggage with the concierge and sat in the lobby and watched people come in, and I had a wonderful time. I did it for, for hours, and we had, uh, gosh, Texas, Hawaii, Pennsylvania, Idaho, and just dropping by, we had the badge on, people knew who we were, we were all from the same family, and it was very fun. People that I didn't know, necessarily, some that I did, but I enjoyed, I did that for you know, all afternoon, and I enjoyed it tremendously. It is a family. It's a family, and I, I it was, um, it was a great start. Well, Texas had to play it big as usual, I guess. Um, we decided there was a bunch of us decided we would caravan down here, all together, and, and uh, along the way, uh, state director from uh, Louisiana uh, invited us. We stopped for dinner in Lafayette when we overnighted and got here. And we, we hunkered up over one of the parking lots by a supermarket and put all the flags and everything on the back of our trucks, our cars, everything else, and then rode slowly in here. Did a little turn around the hotel and came into the, the lobby here to, to drop off the cars. <clears throat> Interesting about that, though, is we didn't expect Mark to come running out. And apparently, when we drove up, he was walking the lobby along with Patty, and Patty was yelling, there's Texas. And he started yelling, Texas is in the house. And then, so we went out there, and uh, we, we were getting ready to get out, and all of a sudden there was a, a face in my passenger window, and my wife Rhonda dropped it down. It was Mark. He goes, give me a hug. And he just in there going like that. So it took me a minute to recognize that Mark Meckler was, uh, you know, putting his head in the truck window and, and saying hi, that Texas was in the house. So it was unique to get here to do it that way. We had a good time not only meeting other te state teams on the way who graciously hosted us with reservations for dinner, but once we got here, it's like being with family. It was it was impressive looking at everybody. It's just wonderful. Texas always has to do it bigger, don't you? <laughs> well, my favorite moment so far in the summit was when Michael Ferris, one of my heroes and mentors, was awarded the George Mason Tom Coburn Lifetime Achievement Award last night, and I think we have some footage of that to show. This man who's a really good friend of mine and one of my mentors, he was the founding president of the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. He was the founding president of Patrick Henry College. Mike Ferris has argued before appellate courts of 13 states, eight federal circuit courts of appeals, and the United States Supreme Court, and I'm happy and proud to say and as the head of ADF, he's been at the Supreme Court, his organization, 14 times since he's been there, and they won 13 of those cases. Incredible the protection of religious liberty. Mike helped pass RIFRA, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. He's the author of over 15 books. Proud to say he's the co-founder of Convention of States. This, he's been the CEO of Alliance Defending Freedom, CEO and General Counsel. And I think probably the most important thing that Mike has ever accomplished in his life is that he married his beautiful wife, Vicki, and they have 10 kids and way too many grandkids for me to count. <laughs> Mike Ferris, my friend, our friend, my co-founder, 
Come on up and get the Lifetime Achievement Award. It is amazing to me what I see here this week and the people who are not just supporting, but you guys are working. The difference between this group and most groups I see is profound. Uh, you're not just hitting like on Facebook. I mean, that, that's the pinnacle of activism for most people. Uh, you are doing stuff. And so keep being faithful in little things. And through this organization and through the blessing of God, we're going to do really big things together. God bless you, and thank you so much. So I want to ask you all, part of the presentation with Michael Ferris last night before he won the award, um, it was announced at the summit that he is coming back to work with Convention of States again in January, and I just couldn't be more thrilled about that. I'm so happy to have him back. So I'd like to hear your reaction as volunteers. How do you feel about Mike Ferris coming back and or tell me your favorite moment of the summit? Well, it's going to be hard to pick a favorite moment because they were all fabulous. I mean, every one of the speakers brought something different to us, and, and it was just moving and inspirational. I mean, Colonel West, he was, he was top-notch here. And then David Barton, when he run, he's amazing. you got to put your speed ears on to, to listen to him, but it's fabulous. And we, we want to make sure we go up and visit his place. Having Michael back here is, is a blessing to me because I, I think he was already... Uh, had already exited from Convention of States by the time I was I was more involved and everything like this here. So I know him from seeing the videos. I know him from reading some of his articles. But to have him up here and listen to him, it was just awe-inspiring. I mean, the, 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 the skills and the oratory skills that he has and just the breadth of information and the inspiration of somebody of that caliber to come here and make the statement, I'm here to put you over the top Oh, wow, that was just moving. I, I would say my favorite moment was when he said, I'm coming back to COS. He was sitting right over there, and he said he was coming back. And I, having not really been around in the days when he had started, and I, I recognized that he had started organizations, mm -hmm. launched them, and moved on. I noticed, and that they were all extremely worthy uh, uh, endeavors. And when he said that, I, I, I recognized that when he left, it was hard on Mark, I think, and he... he mm. And to have him say he was coming back and to realize, actually one of the things he talked about, the, Do the Dobbs uh, Law in Mississippi and their role in that, his organization's role in that, and I was in awe of that. And recognize I'm a homeschooler, and so he's one of our heroes as well. And when he said he was coming back, I, I've never, I've always been 110% sure I'm in the right place. But when he was re coming back to us, it was, an extremely joyful moment for me. And I, I do very little um, asking for signatures or trying to, I had my, I carry Levin's book with me everywhere I go. I didn't ask for an, a, a signature, I didn't ask, I don't ask for an autograph. I, but I did actually step up to Mike Ferris yesterday and said, I just need a picture. He is a giant and I told him that. So I'm, that's, I'm extraordinarily excited to have him back. So I'm very, very grateful for that. I, um, on Friday night, we sat right over there, and um, Mike Ferris was sitting there just uh, BSing with, with the team, and it was four or five of us, and he was just such a regular guy, 
but he brought everything home that we, we had read, that he had written, and people were asking him about his papers and, and what it was like to put those together. Um, and um, I, I just know that he's going to help us in Ohio. He's already mm -hmm. said so. Mm -hmm. And that's wonderful because a giant like that helping us means that we're, we're, going, to, we're going to do it. So yeah. uh, my favorite moment, I guess, is, uh, was the great one, Mark Levin. I am a Mark Levin fan. As I mentioned dittos early on, uh, I got introduced to Mark uh, through uh, Rush Limbaugh show. I go back 20-some years, 25 years listening to him. And this guy, F. Lee Levin, uh, was his uh, legal counsel, so I heard him on the radio for many years. And then uh, I followed his career when he got into radio. He uh, started in, in early 2003. I was living in Connecticut at the time, and uh, he was on one station in uh, WABC in New York, and it was appointment radio. It was uh, Sunday afternoons from 5 to 7. So we didn't do anything between five and seven on Sundays. <laughs> we had to listen to Mark. So I, I watched him and, uh, or listened to him rather, and uh, just learned so much from Mark. So seeing him again, I saw him in Williamsburg as well. Uh, he's still got it, I gotta tell you, he's got his fastball. So. Um, I wanna stick with you, uh, Diana and Bill, um, because we also, we had some awards for the grassroots last night. and. One of the awards that we gave out was the State Team of the Year, which both of you received. Can you just tell us what it was like to receive the State Team of the Year award? Well, it was a, a surprise, I have to say. They keep secrets very, very well in, in COS, extremely well, too well. Uh, we had no idea. Um, after the first couple of sentences, though, we said, oh, Oh my goodness, I looked around. We, we have a pretty big delegation. I think we had 27 people here. Um, most of those are, are people, our team members, and six or seven spouses. So uh, we had a number of tables, and I just looked at everybody, and they looked at me, and said, oh. <laughs> and then uh, when he mentioned uh, one of our volunteers was dreaming about making telepatriot calls, obviously I knew who that was. And actually, I thought it was Diana here, but it was actually uh, my, my uh, colleague, uh, Amy, my assistant director, um, and she had made that statement. And so. Uh, it was just exciting, it really was. Uh, we didn't expect it, uh, we very much appreciate it, and it's a recognition to my team, and mm -hmm. people like Diana here uh, have all made it happen, so. That was a great moment to be acknowledged, um, and I was envisioning uh, the volunteers that we have that were online as well that were listening. Um, I'm lucky enough that I have volunteers that are on um, I'm a DC that are in my district that are right up the street. In fact, mm -hmm. one of the other women that, that was here, our state block walk captain, Susan lives in uh, literally a stone's throw from my, from my house. And, and we're in close proximity. I think that's what makes the team work so well. And, you're, and, and we, a, a lot of yes people who are willing to drive to whatever the, the group is doing. District si or Region 6 is right up the street from Region 5. We're, we're close and we are close in proximity, we're close in our relationships. Mm -hmm. So um, envisioning everybody hearing it and having that be announced and recognizing pretty quick what the, the details of the efforts that we've made. Um, we are very, very close. We're hoping for passage mm -hmm. this year. So there's so much on our plates and there's so much going on and Ohio is so close that um, it, was a, it was a joy mm -hmm. to, to get the recognition amongst, amongst amazing volunteers in amazing states and so many hardworking right. people. So very grateful. Just hearing that though, it makes me 
so hopeful that we're going to get Ohio done because of the relationships you're building and because of what you're doing with your team. And of course, because Michael Ferris told you that he's going to help you get across the line, of course. Um, so Al, I want to go over to you because you were the winner of the COS Voices competition and you had such a great submission. Your, your video was, was creative, it was informative, it was great. And so you're going to be going to the next simulation, the 2023 simulation, and you're going to be going there to represent all of the grassroots. Tell us, how does that feel? No pressure there, right? <laughs> um, I'm humbled. I'm very humbled. I, I, uh, I submitted that because they kept saying, we don't have enough submissions. People keep submitting, 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 and when we found out we could, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll put one in there, and really forgot about it. I said, you know, I didn't expect anything out of this. Um, and so I was surprised when I saw it come out and they had it on there. It was also interesting that when I came in to register that the young lady checked me in and said, oh, you're the elevator guy. <laughs> I said, I don't want that name. Um, <laughs> last night after, after we got upstairs, it hit me. I think it really hit me, the magnitude of what I'm going to be fortunate enough to do, to be there for this event. because not knowing whether or not we can even attend when the convention is called, that this was something that would be not only a, a serious experience to, to be part of, but also one that I think I have a responsibility now to make sure I document well and, and give to the rest of the grassroots here because, like you said, if I'm supposed to be there representing everybody, then that is an important task that I'm gonna take seriously. It also affirms what I had an emotional feeling here about. I've done many things in my life uh, in support of this nation from what I did as my career. And I knew that COS was someplace I had to be to continue my call to serve this nation. But it reaffirms it even more from what I've heard here and you know, the, my colleagues here and everybody else who supports us to say, I think this is where God wants me to be and to continue what I've done my lifelong work was is to serve this nation to make it happen. So I, I don't look at this uh, honor as something to be lighthearted and enjoy a trip to, to Williamsburg and see what's going on there. I look at it now as an additional duty that says, put it together, make sure it's, I, I represent well and convey to everybody the experience that I'm gonna feel when I'm there. Well, Al, you made a great video, and I'd love to see that video again before we close out the program today. Let's watch. So tell me about this Convention of States. Hi, thanks for asking. Convention of States is an organization, a movement, if you will, of volunteers and supporters who are trying to bring power back to the states and to the American people where it belongs. See, we're using Article 5 of the Constitution to make that happen. We want to impose fiscal restraints on the federal government to stop the runaway spending. We also want to limit the power, the scope, and the jurisdiction of the federal government to stop their overreach. And finally, term limits. We're looking to impose term limits on officials and on members of Congress as well. In fact, you can have this, this uh, pocket constitution here. In the back, it has my card. It has conventionofstates.com as our website. I invite you to go to our website to read more about Convention of States. You can sign our petition, and I hope that you would also volunteer. Thanks for asking me the question about this, and you have a great evening.
Well, we are. We had a wonderful time speaking with all of you, hearing some of their stories, some of the golden nuggets of the Reclaiming Liberty Summit. But we are out. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for joining us in this special edition of COS Live here in Orlando. Um, we'll catch you next week for another edition of COS Live. They destroy the language. They destroy the gender. They destroy our history. They destroy our founders. There's only one movement in America that's standing up to them, and it's Convention of States. There's not another one. We want our Constitution back, and we're going to take it back, whether they like it or not. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.